Welcome to the Holistic Health Duo, the podcast. With your host, Vanessa Enfanos. This podcast is all about inspiring you to live your best life as your healthiest self. Together, we'll provide a holistic approach to life and health. In these episodes, we share practical information to inspire and motivate you to health. Now let's dive into today's episode. What is your relationship with food like? The relationship we have with food is extremely important. Food and eating is a part of our everyday life. We can't live without it. We need it for survival and it is our main source of nutrients. However, a lot of women that I speak with report having a really poor relationship with food. This can develop over time for various reasons and some of those reasons I'm going to be talking about in this episode. Let's first have a chat about how in today's day and age, we have food so readily available to us. We don't have to hunt for our food like our ancestors once did, and we don't even have to cook if we don't want to, because we can have food delivered to us within a few minutes via an app on our phone. We don't have to put a lot of effort into our meals if we choose to just buy ready-prepared meals or frozen meals, which all we have to do is heat up and serve. Therefore, this way of life can have the ability to lead us to being less conscious about the foods we are eating, what they contain, and how much we are actually consuming. Now, I want to clarify that there is no one right way to eat, as each individual is unique. What might suit one person may not suit another. This is why neither Fanal Sorai believe in fad diets or air quote diet at all. What we like to promote is a good, balanced, nutritious lifestyle. What does that mean? Well, it means eating fresh foods in their whole form, not pre-prepared, no added preservatives, sweeteners, or anything with a long list of codes and words that you don't understand on the packaging. By eating a balanced, nutritious diet, it does not mean that it is boring and tasteless. Actually, the complete opposite. There are so many wonderful ways to cook good, nutritious food and so many recipes readily available for you on things like Pinterest, Instagram, and Google. I often make really delicious pancakes, which contain only all good ingredients. Go and check out our blog for this recipe. Our whole family absolutely loves this recipe. I've made brownies, um, both from black beans and another one with sweet potato. Um, Things like vegan lasagna and just so much more. But I also want to add here that this doesn't mean never being able to have something that you absolutely love that maybe doesn't completely serve your health. Everything in moderation. We recommend that at least 80% of the time, if you are consuming foods that serve your health, then you can allow some room to move with the other 20%. We interrupt this episode to share with you how you can work with us one-on-one. Our services are available both in clinic and via telehealth service online so that you can have access to our services anywhere you are in the world. To arrange a booking, head to our website at bodywisewellness.com.au forward slash book online. Now let's get back to the episode. And quite often, 
once you start eating beautiful, nourishing foods, you actually do feel less inclined to reach for foods that may not be so great because you are feeling so good and not needing or really wanting it. I can't tell you how many clients we have each week that almost swear that they could not give up their three cups of coffee a day. But once they start to cut it back to one or maybe one every second day, they report naturally not having the need for it or not even enjoying it as much as they once were because they notice the impact that the coffee or the caffeine is having on their mood, their bowel movements, or even just the slump that they start to feel about 30 minutes afterward. And this applies to so many other foods too, not only coffee. So if you are listening to this episode, Because you want to develop a good relationship with food, it's important to first sit with yourself and ask yourself the difficult questions. We can't move forward unless we understand how we got here in the first place, to at least some degree. Otherwise, we will continue the same behavior in the future. Ask yourself questions such as, what are my beliefs around food? What story am I repeatedly telling myself about my body, my image, the skin that I live in? What is my attitude towards myself? How do I speak to myself on the daily? Do I speak to myself with love or do I loathe myself, my eating habits and my body? Everything starts with how we speak to ourselves internally. We can't develop a good relationship with food if we don't have a good relationship with ourselves. Next is to start understanding where some of your poor habits lie. Are you eating food for other reasons other than because you are truly hungry, such as reaching for food in times of stress, anxiety, boredom, feeling low in energy, distraction, maybe it's your social life, or maybe you are having a craving for a particular taste, such as sweet, sour, or spicy. When you understand your habits, then you can begin to make changes. Next, I recommend setting yourself up for success. You may have heard the quote by Benjamin Franklin that goes, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. It's only natural that if you are only just starting out on your nutrition journey, then you will need to prepare and practice. Meal planning is key. And to be honest, this is not only for anyone listening who is just starting out um, on their health journey. It is a game changer for everyone. It really does take the pressure off cooking. And as a busy mum who is working myself, I like to meal plan. No, actually, I love to meal plan because when I don't, it can feel really overwhelming and the pressure is on. What am I going to cook? Have I got the ingredients? When you meal plan, you shop accordingly and therefore you have all the goodness stored in your fridge and pantry ready to go. Lastly, And probably most importantly, don't compare your diet or your body to anyone else. Firstly, we don't know what people truly eat. Let's just make this clear right now. And I'm going to say it again. We don't really know what people are eating. If you are following someone on Instagram and they share a smoothie that they are having for breakfast, you don't know what else they ate that day you are only seeing like 1% of their overall day. The way someone looks also doesn't define how they feel in their body or their level of health. It's so important that we feel good, not just look good. And what is looking good? Everybody has a different opinion of what that even is. 
So stay in your own lane and focus on your personal health and well-being and let that radiate out to your audience, to your friends, to your family. There are truly so many other things that I could go on and talk about, but I want to end this episode with this. You have the power to change the relationship you have with food. It doesn't have to be a poor negative relationship, which gets you down every time you go to put something in your mouth. Food is a huge part of life and it should be enjoyed. Don't label foods as good and bad. Speak kindly to yourself and enjoy your meals. Just remind yourself why you are choosing to eat well. You know that by choosing low nutritious foods and foods that don't particularly serve your body or your health, that they are not going to benefit your immune system, your gut health, your mood, your menstrual cycle, pretty much everything. Food is fuel. The better quality the fuel, the better your body's performance and functionality. So develop some beautiful affirmations such as, I choose good nutritious foods because I want to nourish my body and practice them daily. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I really hope that you have taken something away from it. I wish you all the very best on this journey, and let me know if this episode has resonated with you. Remember to share this episode with a loved one, and if you would like to share on Instagram, remember to tag us at bodywisewellness. Thank you for tuning into our podcast and for being here. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any of our future episodes and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because that means we can inspire more people together. Before we go, thank you again for taking the time to listen and for wanting to be your most healthiest and happiest self.